Welcome to the Sound of Goshen, brought to you by the Goshen Chamber of Commerce and your community health system, Goshen Health. Getting well and staying well, that's living vibrantly. Goshen Health can get you there. Feel better, do more, live vibrantly. Visit livevibrantly.com. This week's podcast episode, Sounds of Service. Welcome to the Sound of Goshen. I'm your host, Vince Turner, and today's episode is Sounds of Service, featuring Jordan Kaufman and Rafael Bajarona, partners at Lightbox in Goshen. Sounds of Service is presented in part by DJ Construction, serving our community for more than 65 years. DJ Construction, decidedly different. Well, guys, one of the things that piqued my interest was the fact that you are primarily focused on marketing and helping develop branding for nonprofit agencies. And as we said in a previous chat, uh, the thing that came to my mind because of my previous experience at Basher Children's Home and serving on different boards, et cetera, is, you know, 2023 is not your father, father's nonprofit climate. So I guess the first question I would ask is, is how did Lightbox come to the conclusion that this would be a focus where we could meet needs? Yeah. So uh, I would give just a, a little bit of history before I answer that question sure. in that uh, Jordan and I met a long time ago um, and were in kind of different stages of life uh, before we eventually got to the point to where we were ready to start an actual studio together. Um, and so as we were doing that, uh, even though we'd worked together on some projects, a lot of conversation went into, you know, what do we want to be about? Where do we want to focus kind of our efforts? Um, because we we were pretty cognizant of what our skill sets were and what mm -hmm. we could offer. Um, but we wanted it to be more than just offering services. And so a lot of our discussions were around, well, what do we find that's meaningful and uh, how do our past experience inform what we're doing? And for both of us, you know, I think it, it became pretty clear that working with nonprofits was especially attractive uh, for a variety of reasons. Um, and so it was through those initial conversations, thinking through um, what we have to offer and where there's need, mm -hmm. where we saw an opportunity. Jordan, I, I, as I looked at things, you know, and again, I'm just I'm kind of extrapolating from my own uh, experience mm -hmm. at the children's home. But what caught my eye is what you did for First Light Mission, mm -hmm. uh, because we are familiar with that agency mm -hmm. and we had done a previous podcast with them. So I mm -hmm. wanted to get a little bit of a background and I thought, oh, this is some pretty good work. Mm -hmm. So I went to your web website and mm -hmm. saw that you'd done some other nonprofit agencies. But but Jordan, when I look at it, at, at when you're, I don't want to say sell an agency on what you can do, but I'm struggling mm -hmm. to find the right words. You know, the guy that makes his living with words. <laughs> It seems as if especially younger nonprofit executives would buy into this almost right away. Where the challenge comes is longtime donors, longtime board members, where they have to kind of look at, all right, why are we doing this? Mm -hmm. So one of the key things that we always focus on when we're talking with potential clients or talking with uh, nonprofits mm -hmm. is what is your story? What are you trying to communicate? How are you trying to communicate who you are? And oftentimes, uh, they'll respond to us and say, well, we're about X or we're about Y. And then we just ask the question of, well, that's not what we see. Mm -hmm. 
And oftentimes that conversation propels, regardless of where they're coming from, their age demographic or their past experiences within nonprofits, it creates a, a different conversation mm-hmm. than most people are, are used to having. Mm-hmm. And that's around the story that they're trying to communicate and who they are and how they do that visually. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how we've been able to help a lot of various nonprofits mm-hmm. go about that work. The other key thing uh, that we always do is we're very focused on partnerships uh, and partnerships in that, like, we don't talk about clients as clients. We talk about them as partners. Mm-hmm. They're partners in the work. So we're coming in uh, as experts within uh, graphic design, visual identity, uh, branding, and we rely on our partners to help us understand what it is that they do and who they are. And so we take all of that information and we take uh all the things that we get from interviews and research and conversations, and we distill that down into visual uh, components, whether it's a logo, uh, the various components of that logo, or the visual identity system, photos, video. And then we essentially present a broader story or a broader picture than what most organizations have been using in the past. Well, I'll use First Light Mission as an example, since that's really where I kind of dug deeper into mm-hmm. into what. And and both of you are are longtime friends and in in compatriots in the mm-hmm. nonprofit world. So, but when I looked at First Light Mission and did the background thing, I thought, boy, this the genesis of this is pretty interesting because everyone knows what interfaith hospitality mm-hmm. is, and then as Mindy and her team began to grow. You know, establishing instead of moving from church to church to church, they mm-hmm. were in the in their former location at St. Mark's United Methodist Church, and then they're building into the old Merritt Learning Center yep. uh, in a partnership with Goshen Community Schools. Mm-hmm. So there's a boy, there's a lot to unpack there. In addition to saying, okay, we're not interfaith hospitality, which everybody in Goshen knows, but now we're First Light Mission, where some people, including my spouse, went, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so unpack that a little bit for us about that process of what goes into changing a familiar name, adding to a familiar brand, and making something maybe more enlightened when you finish the project. Yeah, there's tons of considerations there, mm-hmm. uh, and you and you named some of them. Typically, people will, will come to us because of a significant change, whether it's leadership or, or a change in location or a name. They're realizing that their evolution has created uh, a gap between who, who they were and who they're becoming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's really an opportune time for us to come in and, and start poking around and asking questions like we like to do uh, in order to better um, understand who our, our partners are, but what that also does is it allows um, our, our partners to have a sounding board and mm-hmm. to begin to better articulate even for themselves, uh, you know, what's happening and how to, how to convey that. Um, so it's a, uh, there are a lot of considerations. Jordan, Jordan, how much handholding, especially with board members and longtime constituents goes into this kind of transition? So oftentimes we kind of coach or help mm-hmm. articulate to our partners like how to have conversations with various people, how to, how to tell a story. Mm-hmm. So one of the key things uh, with First Light Mission was uh, engaging donors, engaging longtime supporters in the process of helping develop a new name. And so 
and not just First Light Mission, but actually numerous of our clients, right. where mm -hmm. we are developing a new name for the organization, that name and that genesis or the seed of that name ultimately always comes from somebody within the organization, some story, some viewpoint that they have and they share, and that we just not latch on to, but we help to... Mm -hmm. it, it like will resonate for different exactly. reasons. Mm -hmm. And we help it... We help that grow within the institution to the point where they're, they feel it. They mm -hmm. actually are like, oh, wow, we really are First Light Mission. Mm -hmm. Like, this feels like us. This is us. Mm -hmm. And so in, in that process, it's, one, coaching our partners and how do you talk about it? Mm -hmm. How do you engage people? But then, two, making sure that we're getting other people engaged in that process to tell those stories, to share those stories, and to have skin in the game to essentially make that transition easier. Because when there's skin in the game from multiple people, mm -hmm. the transition from one identity to another is much more seamless and, and works a little bit better. And, and I don't want to make this too simplistic, but the, the marketing and branding in the nonprofit world, I mean, when, when you're working in marketing with a, a, a a traditional retail client or business client. I mean, there's one focus. There's there's the customer. There some mm -hmm. other things or mm -hmm. whatever, but ultimately sure. it's the Thought customer. Yeah. yeah. When I picture myself sitting behind the de development desk at, at the children's home when I was there, um, there's two separate, you hope, overlapping constituencies, but they're two separate con contingencies. There's there's the the clients that the agency serves. And there are the donors who support the mission. That that seems like it's a big challenge for you guys to sit down and unpack as you're putting the branding together. 100%. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes there's more than one target audience or mm -hmm. more than two. Um, and, and this is maybe where I would back up and just articulate a little bit the difference that we see between branding and marketing. Okay. Um, because I think in a, in a very general term, those two terms get... Uh, conflated quite a bit. Mm -hmm. um, in in very general terms, branding tends to be larger, right? It's it's more about the why, whereas marketing is more about the how. Uh, branding is more about the long term. Marketing is kind of more about short term. What are the tactics? How are we getting our message out? Mm -hmm. But branding uh, is really more about identity. And so when people think about branding, they'll often think about like logos and colors and uh, type and those sorts of things, which those are the most obvious branding elements, mm -hmm. but it's very much about identity. So that can be, what is your style of photography? What is your, your style of language that you use? Um, and it's very relational. And so um, for us, that's where we want to start usually is mm -hmm. with the brand, because if you can understand, you know, the most fundamental aspects of identity, then that helps inform how you're going to share that message. I want to talk to you guys about another project uh, uh, because you know rabbit trails were made for me. Uh, I can <laughs> yeah, I can too. be focused on one subject and all of a sudden, whoa, look at that. Yeah, and yeah. That's and, relatable. and this happened to me Anabaptism at 500. Yeah. Mm -hmm. is one of your projects. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was amazed. Yeah. I mean, you guys had to have had a ton of fun putting that together. <laughs> Yeah. Or sure. it had to be challenging at the same time well, with a ton of yeah, fun. Yeah, and both yeah. can coexist. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. 100%. For us, uh, we're both uh, Mennonites. We're both Anabaptists. Mm -hmm. And having the opportunity to um, work on a 
once in a lifetime projects where you're helping to develop a brand around a celebration that is 500 years yeah. of, yeah. of yeah. history. It's pretty massive. Is 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 pretty crazy. Um, one of the key components with that project was being able to to take from our own history and our own experiences as Mennonites and Anabaptists, mm-hmm. but then also to to delve deeper into that shared history across the United States, but then across the world. And uh, we went to the Mennonite archives. We did tons of research on Mm -hmm. iconography and imagery as it relates to Anabaptism. Mm -hmm. And so we really got to to geek out on that and to (laughs) spend a ton of time uh, working in that area. And then also looking at past designers Mm -hmm. and designers work within Anabaptism. So Mm -hmm. uh, looking at Bob Regeer and Ken Hebert and some of these, uh, Glenn Fritz, some of these designers who have actually developed iconography that um, we had to either one differentiate right from like both honor and also do right. bring something new to the right. table. Well, I, I have to confess, Jordan, that I was very disappointed that you didn't talk Raphael into wearing a John Calvin cap for some <laughs> oh. photo somewhere. You know, so. I, I mean, that would have it's been not too late. It still happened. That would have been also a little bit uh, a little bit outside of the realm. <laughs> um, but I think. One of the things that we've experienced through through all the different projects that we've done, both for um, organizations that we've known for a very long time, mm-hmm. uh, or organizations that were, were completely new to them, mm-hmm. uh, we're always looking for people's stories and the experiences of mm-hmm. others to help inform the work that we do. And we can't do the work that we do without other people, without right. other partners. Yep. And we often talk about it as co-designing. So that's a term that you'll hear uh, throughout academia uh-huh. <laughs> and throughout other organizations. Uh, but when we talk about co-design in this instance, it means the creative process that we do together in order to create the end outcome or the end product. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't necessarily mean our partners are, are, are sketching or, or going right. through millions and, or hundreds of different uh, color palettes with us. Yeah. But... <laughs> It's their sharing of their stories and their experience that helps us get to where we end up. So, for example, in First Light Mission, it was the story of um, both individual uh, people that were served by Mm -hmm. Interfaith Hospitality Network. So the idea of the term mission. So mission is a term that uh, people that are uh, unhoused or or outside of Mm -hmm. normal housing structure that they understand what Quickly that term identify. means. Yeah. And mission means mm-hmm. a place that, that they can go for help. Yes. For help. And what? it's safe. But then also this idea of uh, first light came from a board member. Mm-hmm. Uh, and from the story of when people come to first light mission or interface hospitality network, it is like a new day. It is like mm-hmm. a new start. And every morning when that light, the sun comes over the horizon, it is a new day with fresh possibilities mm-hmm. and new things. Well, and it's interesting. Yeah. It's uh, the timing of, of you talking about that. Um, Jimmy Buffett, one of my absolute favorite performers, mainly because he was such a great storyteller. And, you know, we lost him a couple of weeks ago. And so one of the things that I've done is I went back and I started uh, reading A Pirate Looks at 50 again, his, his oh, autobiography. Okay. And one of the things he said that, Jordan, you touched on this. Um, 
he's someone asked him what made him such a great storyteller and he said because i'm very interested in hearing other people's stories mm -hmm. and, and articulated that in order to be a good storyteller you have to listen carefully to the stories yeah, that's totally. essentially what you guys do mm -hmm. yeah very much so uh you know we we are all created to connect mm -hmm. and often that happens with story and so jordan talked about co-creation uh you know collaboration is another word we mm -hmm. use a lot mm -hmm. that is a core value for us um, knowing that you know we're connecting with with our um the, our partners and with the people in the community through story uh, and that is really central to the work that we do yeah the guys, 15 minutes goes by way too yeah, fast. We got to get you on again to tell more of the light box story. Part two and part yeah. three. There we go. Well, we have for, lots of different clients. There we, we go. To talk about. Thanks for coming across the street and, and sharing a little bit of your story. We're really grateful. Thanks so much for having us. The Sound of Goshen. This is the Sound of Service. Our guests have been Jordan Kaufman and Rafael Bajarona. They are partners at Lightbox here in Goshen. Reach out through their website if you've got a story to tell, especially for your nonprofit agency. Sounds of Service, a presentation of DJ Construction. Don't forget Sound of Goshen includes the Sound of the Economy, Sound of Success, Sound of Service, and Sounds Around Town. I'm your host, Vince Turner.